0: Mastermind Agent is proud to present success calls. Top real estate agents from across North America reveal their success secrets, strategies, and systems in up-close and personal interviews. You can find all the calls at www.mastermindagent.com. Hi, I'm Mike Cerrone with Mastermind Agent. This month's top agent is Bob Lucido with Keller Williams in Elliott City, Maryland. Last year, he and his team closed 1,533 homes, worth $619 million, with a GCI of $14 million. His average sales price was $403,000, of which 39% were buyers and 61% were sellers. He has a 186-member team, 100 core agents, 30 support staff, 50 expansion agents, and 6 expansion support staff. Bob Lucido is the team leader of the Bob Lucido team which was ranked the number one team in the world for Keller Williams Realty in 2016. Bob has been an agent for 40 years. In his career, he sold over 31,000 homes. In this call, Bob talks about starting his career as a new home sales representative, selling his first home for $1 down and earning a $100 commission, spending most of his career working with small and mid-sized new home construction builders handling their inside sales, and building a company that employed 300 people in five states and have $1 billion in annual revenue, closing the doors to his business during the Great Recession. In 2008, he transitioned into selling resale homes. Bob is still in production, listing and selling homes. He even does open houses. Last year, his personal team of Bob, his wife, and three assistants sold 265 homes worth $135 million, while his full team sold 1,533 homes worth $619 million. developing business in two locations, core and expansion. His core business is in Maryland with 100 agents and 30 support staff. Last year, he started expansion offices and already has 50 expansion partners in 19 cities across the nation. Bob plans to expand into every state in the nation and multiple international cities. He thinks there will only be five mega expansion teams after the shakeout. Bob believes that success comes from thinking big, surrounding yourself with winners, and living a life of integrity and honesty. First, a quick word from our sponsor, RealGTV, real estate agent lead generation television. Need more referrals? Get a free script and simple three-part plan used by a top agent to receive and close 74 referral transactions in one year. Just go to freereferralscript.com. That's freereferralscript.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to the call, Bob.
1: Uh, Thank you very much, Mike. Glad to be here. I'm honored that you would ask me.
0: Hey, Bob. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us today. Before we talk about what you're doing today, let's go back for a minute and talk about what you did before you got into real estate.
1: it be my pleasure, uh, Mike. I'm proud to say that in this month I'll be 59 years old, and I've been in this wonderful business for the last 41 years. So prior to getting into real estate, uh, I was in school.
0: In high school? Yeah, I got in real estate when I was 18 years old. How did you decide to get into real estate? A uh, combination of A lady in our neighborhood, uh, Judy Dorsey, a wonderful lady,
1: she was in resales and she was always happy, smiling, looking nice, dressed nice, uh, driving nice cars and very successful and I always admired her. Ironically, today, her son is one of my builder clients and then a builder friend of my father's asked me one day if heard I was interested in real estate, would I like to sit in his model homes at $4 an hour and $100 a house. So I sold my first house
0: when I was 18, took a $1 deposit, and made a $100 commission. (laughs) That's fantastic. That's great. Do you recall that first year? Did you have a fast start or a slow start? Much lower than slow start. I had some great
1: mentors, but I did not have any coaching. I failed many times and did not really have a coach, which is the number one thing I'll encourage people to do is surround themselves with winners that can help them and help them grow their lives and their business. I had great mentors and people that cared about me, but really nobody coaching me in the real estate business.
0: And how long were you in the business before you got a coach and things turned around? Well, I've always been fortunate in my career that I've had wealthy, successful builders
1: advise me and coach me in my business. So I would attend various seminars, and I'm always still attending seminars. And so I've had indirect coaches, Tony Robbins, other national speakers, and I've had great mentors and role models. But uh, really, until I got with Keller Williams, my business has taken off since I've come to this wonderful company. And I'm proud to say that the coaching at Keller Williams is extraordinary, and I have the pleasure of being coached by Gary Keller.
0: And how long have you been with Keller Williams? Uh, Three years and four months. Well, fantastic. Well, let's do this. Let's fast forward. You mentioned you've been in the business for 41 years. Last year, how many homes did you and your team sell, and what was the sales volume?
1: The prior year, we sold 1,230, and uh, we grew by over uh, 30%. We grew it in one year. We sold 1,533 homes last year, and The volume was 619 million and GCI was close
0: to 14 million. Wow, that's extraordinary. That's pretty incredible. Do you recall how many homes you've now sold over your entire career? Well,
1: through the assistance of a lot of great team members and people working together with us, uh, myself and my teams, I'm proud to say that we've sold somewhere over 31,000 homes and um, we've had a lot of of fun.
0: (laughs) That's great. It all started selling that home with a dollar down. That was
1: the very first home, and uh, in fact, I was out yesterday listing a house in the same neighborhood, and I drove by it, and I took a picture of it, of
0: that house, because it brings (laughs) back so many good memories. Oh, that is fantastic. Well, last year when you sold the 1,533 homes, I believe that ranked you the number one Keller Williams team in the world for both units and GCI. Is that correct? Uh, Yes. Uh Uh-huh. You really think big. If I recall, I read a little bit about your bio. Uh, you ran a little operation called Builders First Choice, and that got to be pretty big, a 300 people, five states, a billion dollars in sales. You sold that about 10 years ago. You are able to think in a really big way. How are you able to do that? How are you able to think so much bigger than everyone else?
1: Well, thank you for the compliment. Well, first off, I want to say that the company that I, we had called Builders First Choice it was about 10 years ago that we closed the doors, and uh, we were up to $1 billion in sales. We were in 16 states. We were selling new homes and land in 16 states, had seven offices, and life till the crash of '07 and '08. and that was a very humbling experience. Then we got into the resale business in 2008. Uh, my wife joined me, and she has been an integral part. Tracy, she started with me on May 15th, uh, 2008 is when we started the resale business. Uh, prior to that, I really had never sold any resales. And I get uh, way too much credit. Uh, my, my entire team, my, my wife, Tracy, uh, uh, David, our CEO, and my daughter, Lauren, many others who play an integral role in making this team be so successful. And, uh, but I, uh, I'm the uh, figurehead of the company, but I get uh, a little bit too much credit.
0: <laughs> I absolutely need a lot of key people Around you, and, and that's another question I have for you: is how do you find great people to surround yourself with? Let me go back to the last question. You said, "How do you
1: think so big?" I read a book when I was uh, 19 years old called "The Magic of Thinking Big" by Dr. David Schwartz. And just, I'll encourage everybody on this call. Gary Keller says that you're five people away from getting anything you want and being anywhere you want to be in the world. One of the keys to, to being successful, I believe, is surrounding yourself with incredibly successful people. Not just people that make a lot of money, but people that think big, that have high morals and integrity, people that are big visionaries and encourage my kids to do the same thing. Surround themselves with winners and leaders and that'll help take you to a whole nother level in your life, no matter what level that you're aspiring to be. So from very young, I've um, always dreamed big. I believe there's safety in numbers. I believe that if you're going to play the game, and I've always Dude, I'm a big baseball fan and sports enthusiast. As you know, I was partners with Cal Ripken. We own some minor league baseball teams together. I compare business to baseball. Um, when I I wanted to get drafted when I was 18, but they never signed me. So I gave up baseball at 18 and got into real estate. And real estate has been my baseball for the last 41 years. It's competitive. You get recognition. You team build. You you bring out the best in people. You help people. So to me, it it brings out the best in you, and I think that. Uh, I view this wonderful business called real estate as just another sport.
0: You mentioned that you surround yourself with winners. How are you identifying them as winners? Have they already succeeded in another area? Well,
1: the people that you hang around with and you meet different people, uh, I meet some people that are fresh out of college and I consider them winners, people that inspire me. We have a guy on our team named Jameson Cocos who, is 24 years old and he inspires me. He. Uh, Here's a kid who's motivated, passionate, and um, has now just contacted several of the Ravens who had just signed and has sold three homes for Ravens. He's a, a person that I love being around. He's enthusiastic. I look for leaders and people that, first off, as Warren Buffett says, if you have no integrity, the interview's over. There's five things I look for when I interview or talk to somebody about being my partner. And first and foremost is integrity. If you don't have that, game's over. Number two, they have to be a team player. We've had people before in our teams in the past who were superstars and they let everybody know they were superstars and you know something, we parted ways with those people over the years. People like that are cancers to an organization, people have to be, all we are is we're well-paid servants. I believe in being humble, helping each other and you have to help the team and the team helps you. The The most important thing is the team, not any individual. So, I look for one, integrity. Two, being a team player. Three, coachable. I'm always going to training. I, I want my partners going to training. We're always, always looking for ways to be better. Number four, they have to have a servant's heart. We are nothing but servants. I look at Nordstrom's, Lexus, Ritz Carlton. They're the uh, role models for great service. And number five, we'll look for people that have the tiger in the eyes. They have to have passion. They got to want it. I know a lot of people that graduate from Harvard and other fancy colleges that are lazy, and I don't want to be around them. If your degrees don't impress me. Well, they, they impress me if you have other traits, but they don't impress me unless you have integrity and if you have the drive and passion to succeed and be great at what you're doing. So those are the five things that I look for, and
0: if people have that, then I aspire to be around them. Bob, let's give people a big picture of your organization at this point. It's really much larger than most teams are. I did a quick count. I think you're somewhere around 186 members. Could you give everyone a quick overview of the people on the team? And what I mean by that is positions, number of folks in the positions, what they're responsible for? Sure.
1: First off, we have our core business, which is the most important business. You always want to take care of your core main business, which is in Maryland. We have three offices, soon to be four mega agent offices. And here in Maryland at our hub, we have stagers, photographers, a full in-house marketing team, outstanding admin support team, in-house sales trainer, in-house recruiter, approximately 100 agents here, 30 support team members. We also have uh, approximately seven support team members around the country. I'll get into that in a minute. So in our core business here in Maryland, we probably have about 140 people. And Maryland is our hub and is the, you know, this will always be the main focus because you, as Gary Keller says, you can't expand if you don't take care of your hub. You don't take care of your main operation. So my focus every day is making sure that our hub is working perfectly and growing. And then with Keller Williams, which I think is an extraordinary company. I'm just mad that I didn't join Keller Williams years ago. I have three pieces of advice for people when they're getting in the real estate business or contemplating a career change. Number one, join Keller Williams. What Gary Keller has created and his team is unparalleled in the industry. Number two, join a great team or create a great team. Well, Gary has had this vision of agent expansion, expanding into other Keller Williams offices around the country. I didn't understand it for the first two years I was here. But then after I understood it, We started last year with expansion and hired a director, uh, CEO of expansion, Jack Mazza, who does an extraordinary job. And we are now in 19 cities. We have 50 people on our expansion teams, and we will be all around the United States within the next 18 months, and we will be international. And our goal is to be everywhere where Keller Williams is. We're the number one Keller Williams team in the world, and we plan on staying that way, and we plan on growing our business across the planet as long as we can continue to serve others, have fun, and um, create great value propositions for our sellers and for our uh, stakeholders.
0: Wow, that is a really fast expansion. You said basically within the last year, you've gone into 19 cities and you have 50 expansion partners working out there. That's incredible. And you mentioned that you intend to be everywhere. How big do you see this thing getting? How big do you see your organization getting and your production? By the way, we didn't start expansion until a year ago.
1: Some other people who are great people, there's some outstanding people in the top members of KW. There's some uh, members of the pirate group, this group that meets with Gary on a regular basis. These guys are awesome, and they're growing their business very nicely. But a lot of these people were in it three, four, five years. We got into it a year ago and decided to expand around the country. We're now one of the largest expansion teams and growing rapidly because I believe we offer the greatest value proposition to our to our team members, the agents, and to our uh, sellers and buyers. It's all about creating great value. There's no limit. And that's what I love about Gary Keller and their vision. There's no ceiling at Keller Williams. So, My objective is to grow this across the planet internationally, everywhere where Keller Williams is. Every time they open a new country, I realize that that's a new opportunity for us to grow our business. I look forward to traveling to Italy and other places, growing teams and making a mark. This to me, I told my wife, this is my golf. When other people are playing golf and nothing wrong with golf or tennis, it's awesome. I love it. They're great sports. But this is really my hobby. I love this uh, expansion business. Because there is no limit to how far you can grow, I, I you know take my hat off to Gary Keller for having the vision to create this. And we're in Las Vegas, we're we're in Florida, California, Pennsylvania, Colorado, several locations in California, uh, Boston, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Miami just opened in Miami with 18 members. So we're really growing strong and. Our goal when we started the Bob Lusito team was never to be number one, ironically. Our goal was to be the most respected team in the real estate business, number two, for everyone on our team to have fun, and three, for everyone to make money. Well, those are still our goals, but now we've expanded those, and our goal is to continue to be number one in the world for Keller Williams and to be the number one team amongst all teams uh, on the planet, but most importantly, to be the most respected
0: the relative size of your core to your expansion team. The expansion team is rapidly catching up. Within one year, you already have 50 folks. You're going to be outpacing the size of your core here pretty rapidly. What size of your production, your overall production last year, did your expansion team represent? What percentage of your business? We call it incubating.
1: Last year, we signed our first person up in July. So you plant your seeds, you get sales. So so our sales last year for expansion were, were very small. This year, they're strong. We're growing every month. I think we're at 25 to 30 sales a month now and growing, and we just brought on five teams. So our goal was to have 500 sales this year in expansion, and I believe we're going to definitely surpass that this year. So really, 500 sales this year would be our goal, but I believe we're going to surpass that. In In three years, I expect our expansion team to be larger than our core team But actually, and there's something, I think that's going to be a lot sooner. We're still growing our core business and we'll continue to grow our core business. But across the uh, United States, we're growing pretty rapidly. And I see the expansion team sales-wise and number of people-wise surpassing our core business. Sales-wise, unit-wise, they got a little room to run here to catch up to our 1,500 sales we did last year. But I'm confident that expansion can do it. It's a great race. We want to see... I want to see our core outdo our expansion, and I want to see expansion outdo our core. It's a nice competing environment where everybody wins.
0: On the operations side, and you're just getting started in this, so I don't know if you can answer this, but so far, and the way you're seeing this play out, do you believe that the core or the expansion will be more profitable to run? We
1: invest a ton of money back into our business, and uh, we're very profitable, but we invest a lot of money into expansion expansion will no doubt be many times more profitable than our core because there is no limit to how far we can grow with expansion. It is fun and scary and and just mind-boggling how big expansion can get. And uh, it's really exciting. So just because there's more opportunity and more outlets across the globe, expansion should be many, many times more profitable than the core
0: let's talk about the expansion for a minute since that's kind of a new area. People are very interested in what you're doing there. Now, you're starting this expansion group and my understanding, first of all, you've called it something different than your core. Is that correct? And why did you do that?
1: We did a lot of focus groups and I have to give credit to our wonderful marketing team and give credit to uh, Lauren, my daughter and director of marketing, uh, Shannon, and they counseled with our consultant Tony Giordano who's done an outstanding job for us on our name. And we used to be the Bob Lucido Worldwide Network. Well that's just that's too many words. We wanted it clean, we wanted it elegant, and our nationwide brand is the Lucido Agency. The Bob Lucido team was created seven years ago. We're keeping that name in Maryland for now. Whether we change that name or not will be up for discussion. But right now, Maryland is known as the Bob Lucido team and outside of Maryland is the Lucido
0: Agency now the Bob Lucido team and the Lucido Agency? Are those two separate companies, or is it simply in branding and the naming of the group?
1: Uh, two separate companies, but it all flows under the parent, uh, which is us. And one day we we may um, take a look at creating one brand across the uh, the globe. And uh, but right now, Bob Lucido team is so well known in Maryland. I don't want to. Uh,
0: Play with that right now. Right now, I'm just focused on growing both areas. Now, you mentioned you've got the hub going. Let's talk about what happens differently at the hub versus what's happening out at the expansion office. Is the expansion office just sales agents, or do you also have administration out there?
1: Let's talk about all of our locations. We're in 19 cities, soon to be 25. And by the way, I forgot to mention, we just opened in Alaska, and we just signed up Ocean City, Maryland, and Delaware We're going to have several locations down there. Really excited about both locations. We have the hub here, which is marketing, and we have admin. But we also have admin around the country that work out of offices that we have, like in Virginia. Some work out of their houses. We also have inside sales agents that work in each location. They're called ISAs that work in each location. We're up to about, I think, 12 ISAs, and we're looking to hire many, many more ISAs that's internal sales agents. So we want at least one to two in all these locations. So we're strategically growing in each area, and it's an incredible – it's planting of the seeds. It's like, wow, there's nothing in the garden right now. You tilled it, you planted the seed, you watered nothing there. All of a sudden, you come back in two weeks, and there's tomatoes and corn and everything. Well, that's, that's what our business is. We're 25, 30, 35 sales a month now. But we're loading up listings. We're loading on people. So we're going to be seeing 50, 60, 70 sales a month in expansion here shortly.
0: How are you picking which area to expand into? As Gary Keller says, you want to expand close to home first. uh,
1: That's most manageable. uh, Number one, number two, or travel to where there's talent. So if there's the right person, like we just expanded in Alaska with Vanessa, an incredible. talented lady. And she has an incredible uh, military program that we're going to be launching around the country. She's also has as a high-ranking official in the uh, military. When we find great talent, we'll go anywhere. And if we don't find the talent right away, we go to areas like we just went into Valentine in North Carolina, Las Vegas. So we go where the market is. Now, there's some other locations that they want us to come to, but the average sales price may be 150, 190, 200. And the volume's not that high. So sometimes it's hard to make the numbers work because when we go in, we make a sizable investment into each location. We just don't go in and know that some people are going into certain locations and they're doing a good job, but we are going in there with lead generation training, marketing tools. I mean, we have an incredible value proposition for our people and that's why we're growing so rapidly.
0: I'm curious about that value proposition and what you're offering agents to join your expansion group. It sounds like you said lead generation and training. Could you be a little more specific? What type of lead generation are you doing? Are you doing internet leads? You mentioned an ISA. Are you making prospecting calls? What type of lead generation are you doing for these expansion folks? We're doing lots of lead gen. First off, we provide admin support. Number two, We
1: provide training and coaching on a regular basis through Keller Williams and ourselves. I'm on a weekly training call every Monday at 11 a.m. where we speak to everybody around the country. Number three, we provide lead gen and marketing. Our marketing is off the charts, the brochures. We provide staging. We provide professional photography. The lead gen we're doing is many facets, but we do predictive analytics. We're doing um, internet leads. We are doing direct mail coupled with the predictive analytics. We do a lot of work with builders, senior housing. We have a senior housing department known as the Silver Group. We do a lot of work with assisted living communities. We have a land division, military division. So we have a lot of different programs that we're bringing to the table. And what's uniquely different about me and a lot of people in expansion is I'm still in the trenches every day. So I know what these people are going through every day because I'm going through it. My wife and I, and we have several assistants that work with us, we sold 260 houses, about 130 million, just us last year. So I'm out in the trenches. So when I speak to people on a training call, I'm in there doing the same thing they're doing. I still do open houses. So some people teach it. I teach it, but I'm doing it. So we offer training, marketing, admin support, but tons of leads, tons of leads. And we're constantly looking for more ways to add more value and more leads to our people and, and also with the ISAs, the ISAs call three 400 calls a day, setting up appointments and generating leads for our agents. This is something that an individual agent can't do on their own. This is something that other teams can't do on their own. We think big. We're actually, what we're doing right now is we're tracking other teams. We're speaking to a team that did 67 million last year, because we can help them grow to 150 million, 200 million in two to three years where they couldn't do that on their own. The people looking to partner with us, quite frankly, are individual agents and leaders that are 5, 10, 15, 20 million, but we're also looking and talking to much bigger fish.
0: Now, a quick word from our sponsor, RealGTV, real estate agent lead generation television, where top agents reveal exactly how they create consistent flows of home buyer and home seller leads into their practices every month need more leads? Hit the pause button right now. Open Google and search RealGTV. That's R-E-A-L-G dot TV. Now, back to the show. Bob, I just want to double check something. Did you say that you and your wife and two assistants closed 160 transactions last year?
1: Let me qualify that. My wife and I and three assistants... We closed 265 units last year. 130 million, 135 million.
0: Wow, that is spectacular. (laughs) That's fantastic. You're doing that as well as running this large operation, and of course, you have a lot of help. But that's amazing. You're wearing a lot of hats, and you're definitely still in the trenches. That is phenomenal. Congratulations. Well, you can only do that through
1: the proper delegation and hiring of people. Jack Mazza runs our expansion program. He does an extraordinary job. He used to run sales teams around the world for a technology companies. So he's in charge of expansion and doing a great job. Dave Granton is our CEO. Uh, Michelle is our director of training and, and development. Debbie is our director of talent acquisition. And Lauren is our director of marketing. So we have people that run their departments. So I'm not in these different
0: areas. My job is looking for talent, listing a lot of houses. And creating the vision. It sounds to me, if I understand correctly, you're basically taking your lead generation techniques that have worked at your hub, at your core, and then you're duplicating those out in these expansion markets. Is that correct? Yeah, Gary Teller, if you ever have a chance to be around him or hear him, he's he's a genius and he he really
1: simplifies things in a way. He says, look, expansion is not complicated. You're taking your training, your admin support, and your lead gen on the road to other people around the country. Now we've already created, that's why he's so emphatic about making sure that your hub is perfect and you got a great hub. A lot of people are trying to expand and their, their hubs aren't that good. We have an incredible hub. I encourage anybody that would like to consider partnering with me to come out and take a look at our hub and we'll show you what we're doing. Make sure that your hub is taken care of and essentially we're just taking this on
0: the road. It's a pretty simple program. Just a big, big vision. Now, you've just been doing the expansion for a little less than a year or so, but you're also expanding very quickly. I assume that you've made some mistakes along the way, and people listening who are thinking about expanding could learn from those mistakes. What are some of the mistakes that you've bumped into?
1: Well, first off, I was at a seminar with Kristen Cole, who does an outstanding job running the expansion program for Keller Williams last February. And there's 400 people in the room, and I raised my hand and said, what's the one thing I need to do to jumpstart my expansion business? She said, hire a person that does nothing but expansion, and that's their one thing. So after a nationwide search, we've come up with Jack Maza, who is incredible. He used to run teams internationally, and he's a very analytical, detailed person, much different than my personality, where I'm a rainmaker and looking to close the next deal, bring on people. He's very methodical in his processes. You bring on that one person, and your business will then start to multiply. So I should have gotten an expansion sooner, hired a director of expansion sooner. I believe that expansion, in my personal opinion, there'll be five big expansion teams standing when it's all said and done. It's very labor-intensive. It's very capital-intensive. You better be prepared to write some checks to invest in your business, because every market center we go into, you're probably writing checks for $25,000, $35,000, $50,000 just to get up and running and just to start running the program. Every location, that's just an initial investment, and then you're probably writing some checks thereafter just to get it moving. So one, be prepared to make a capital investment. Number two, uh, hire your CEO, the person who's going to run the program. Number three, make sure that your hub is working beautifully. We've watched other people, And we've actually learned from other people that made mistakes. So our mistakes have been, we've made some, but have been limited. Our biggest mistake is one, not getting into it sooner, but then we wanted to make sure we understood it and had our core functioning top-notch. So those would be the key things.
0: You said that you think that there's only going to be five big expansion teams standing at the end. So it sounds like there's a first-mover advantage. You're trying to expand as quickly as possible to get that idea in people's heads that you are the expansion team. You're branding that idea to you.
1: Well, I believe there's a lot of great people in Keller Williams and there'll be other people in expansion, but I believe that when it's all said, there'll be just like Home Depot gobbled up a lot of small hardware stores. I believe that some of the smaller expansion teams would be better served partnering with a bigger team. Because I think they can achieve their goals faster, and they can deliver more value, and quite frankly, just have a, a better experience for everybody. So I believe that in the end, there'll be five key players that will be expanding and will be the largest. And we're determined that we're going to be number one and continue to be number one. we will deliver the most value and be the team that people want to partner with around the globe. What keeps me up at night every night is how can I keep delivering great value to my sellers and my realtor partners. How can I create the best program out there? We just had a quarterly expansion team with all my regional directors and team leaders from around the country. My biggest concept was, give me your feedback. What do we need to do? I want to know how to make it better. Tony Robbins, who I'm a big believer in, has a quote called C-A-N-I, Constant and Never-Ending Improvement. I'm constantly looking for ways that we can be better because if you're not alive and growing, you're dead and dying. And that's another quote from somebody else. I can't take credit for it. But you got to look for ways to make yourself better, to differentiate yourself. And I'm always looking for ways to keep that better and fresher. And some other expansion teams that maybe are smaller would be better served, I think, being partners with a larger team. And they could actually achieve greater goals if they partnered.
0: When you're bringing in an expansion partner, or an expansion team, I'm sure they're curious, would they be receiving compensation similar to sales agents that would be on your core team, or is it a different structure because they're in a different market?
1: Compensation is a very detailed conversation, so I'd rather not go there. Let's just say that everybody that comes to our program is very satisfied and pleased with our compensation structure. I'm more willing to go on the higher side than on the lower side. I want people to make a lot of money. It's got to work. It's got to work for all parties. And I don't want people just coming to us because we got a great compensation program. Come to us because of the values we have, the value proposition we offer, but we do offer a very, very competitive and strong compensation package because I don't want people to have to leave. I want people to know that they can achieve their ultimate financial goals being right here. So that's a very involved question, Michael, but I encourage Anyone that's interested in partnering with us to have a conversation, and compensation will be one of those components that we discuss.
0: Bob, let's talk about your core. Your core business is really moving along, about 1,500 sales last year. Could you tell us the top three lead sources, lead generation sources for that core business? We do so much
1: marketing that sometimes it's hard to determine which ones are the best. We do movie theater advertising. We sponsor ballparks. We have four moving trucks. We do internet. We are in newspapers. We have front page positions in a lot of newspapers. We do home buying seminars. I would probably say some of our best advertising would be number one, first and foremost, would be for sales signs. We're a strong listing company. In fact, every year we always start slow the first quarter. In fact, last year some team was higher than us and people were starting to wonder, are we going to lose our first ranking position. I said, no, no, just watch. We're slow. We list a lot of houses, and those people tend to want to put them on in April and May. So we deplete our inventory at the end of the year. We get our inventory in January, February, but we don't go on until April, May. Well, right now, we're hitting stride. Our goals this year are very strong, and we're hoping to achieve them. I've really set some stretch targets for our team. The lack of inventory has hurt us and everybody around the nation. We're trying to create more inventory, but that has hurt us and many others. If we don't achieve our goals, I think that will be the only reason it would be a lack of inventory. But we're not going to make excuses. We're going to keep pushing to achieve our goals.
0: Do you and your team work a lot of your uh, sphere of influence, your past clients, repeat and referrals? Is that a big part of your business? Absolutely.
1: And everybody on this call, I'm sure, does that. There's great training programs out there and everybody focuses on their past clients. Uh, we do extraordinary programs for our past clients. We do dinners at luxurious restaurants. We do bus trips to New York City in November. We do a lot of events. In fact, right now, if you want to come to Maryland, we're the sponsor of the Preakness Hot Air Balloon Festival. Last year, there's 30,000 people and it's called the Bob Lacito Team Preakness Hot Air Balloon Festival. We're very much involved in the community and inviting our clients to different events. So we When people think of chicken, you think of Chick-fil-A. And when you think of real estate, we want them to think of the Lucido Agency. And so we brand ourselves with a lot of events.
0: I assume the reason you're doing those events, not only are you getting your name out there in the public, but you're able to invite your past clients and sphere of influence to those events, which gives you the opportunity to touch base with them and maybe talk about real estate.
1: Absolutely. And
0: each of our sales team members,
1: touches their clients in a different way. We train and coach them to do that. Some of them are doing it better than others. I'm looking for ways to touch my past people on a regular basis. So we're doing it. Always areas for improvement, but that's a focus from our sales trainer, Michelle Kemmer, who she leads our training and development for our company, for our team.
0: Do you have any idea what percentage of your business is coming from past clients and sphere of influence? Do you have that broken out?
1: I'm sure it's on some chart that we have. I don't have that fresh on top of my head, so I'm not going to wing it. It's a lot, and it's interesting and exciting seeing people that are calling us back. We believe we have a high retention rate. So, um, in fact, I heard the bell ring in the back. We have every time there's a, somebody sets up a listing appointment or they ring the bell. So, sorry, I heard the bell ring, which is always what we like to hear.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Your own individual production the 265, is a lot of that coming from past clients and sphere of influence?
1: It is, and people, it's great having people refer to their friends and family. And so, what I do is the, the more that we personally grow, because there's a limit to what and I can do ourselves, is I'm giving away more leads to my team, and I'm taking certain leads and giving the leads to my team members. So, the key is to make sure you maintain your quality level as you grow. What's really exciting is that we are now generating leads. Around the country, one of my sellers in Ellicott City, Maryland, is moving to Katy, Texas, and we just referred her to our partner Renee out there. One of our other sellers is moving to Miami; just referred him to Gus. It's exciting seeing us generate or national leads within our organization, and just going to keep snowballing.
0: Right, you're going to create a referral network. Well, that's what we're planning on doing. That's the way it's developing,
1: and uh, and that's the goal.
0: Bob, you're background most of your career you mentioned was in builder business and then you said 2008 you transitioned over to resale do you still do builder business today yes builder
1: business was my i never really thought i was getting into resales i had i actually approached century 21 in somewhere around 2000 about buying or franchising my new home business Uh, but unfortunately they didn't get it or understand it and i think that was a lost opportunity so we did very well in our builder business. I had 20 key managers, and all I did was look for builders and look for land. And we were in 16 states. We had a lot of fun until the crash came. So I really didn't think I was getting into resales. But then a lot of the builders, we represented small to mid-sized builders. That small to mid-sized builders now really out of the market. Now it's just really small or nationals. And there's no company that, what we did is did inside sales for builders. And it, the, the model is not good for nationals or for small builders. So we looked around and decided what to do. I was like, well, let's go and start the resale business. So new homes is a component. Yeah, we do a lot of work with builders. We do home buying seminars for them. We do a guaranteed sale. We have a major program called our HELP program, Home Enhancement Listing Program, where people can fix up their homes and not pay for any of the repairs until closing. So we do a lot of programs for builders It's a whole seminar in itself for me to discuss how to generate builder business. But for people in this call, when you're our partner, we have military division, builder division, land program, investor division. We do a lot of work with seniors. We have programs in all these different areas, and we believe that we are the leader in them, and we're constantly looking for more ways to add value in these areas.
0: When an agent joins your team, either at the core or on the expansion team, are they specializing in one of these areas? Are they becoming a specialist in, say, military or a specialist with investors or builders? Are they doing all of these things at once? I believe in being singularly focused in one area and really make it work. When they come on
1: board, they're a great agent training and growing. They may elect not to go into any of those areas. They might just want to do resales. And that's great too. So we cater to their specific needs. So no, you can't do all those areas because the focus and the effort would be diluted. So we suggest that you find your passion, short sales, military division, new home sales, find your passion and let's grow it together. Let us help you grow it. Use our brand and grow it. So the answer is no. We don't say which area do you want to pursue. We go, here's the menu. You pick and choose what you like. If not,
0: we'll just work with you on your core business. Bob, I want to take you back to 2008 when you were moving over to the resale business. It sounds to me like you were starting from scratch. Building business was gone because of the economy, and you're starting up in the resale. And you've mentioned before you have five key hires. Who are the five key hires that you brought in initially to start building this organization?
1: Well, first off, the five key hires is a quote from Gary Keller. He says, "You're five key hires away." from being anywhere you want in life. So that was something that he's just taught me in the last year. But when we started this business, my wife and I, the key hires I would say would be number one would be Lauren Lacito, our Director of Marketing. Our marketing is going off the charts under her leadership and enthusiasm, not just because she's my daughter. Unfortunately, sometimes family members don't get the credit they deserve because they're family members and you can't give them too much. Right? because then people think you're showing favoritism but Lauren has an incredible ability in all aspects of marketing and writing and so under her direction that's been one of our secret weapons number two Dave Scranton our CEO who runs our daily operations number three Jack Mazza director in Heads Up Expansion number four Debbie Taman who is our director of talent acquisition and number five would be Michelle Kemmer, director of training and development. So I would say that those were our key people that have helped grow our business substantially. Then from there, we expanded with Victoria. Actually, it was my wife and Victoria that came up with the idea for the Silver Group. We now close about 150 to 200 sales a year to our senior housing division, and that's growing substantially. So all these programs, from a patient but very impatient person, when we start a program, like expansion or military, or there's a cultivating period, and you got to be willing to invest time and money into it to help it grow. So if you've got a great idea, stick
0: with it. How many people directly report to you in the organization? As little as possible.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would really just say probably, well, my three assistants, the director Marking Lauren, reports to me and to Dave, and then Dave, our CEO. So really just those two people.
0: And how do you keep them accountable and on track? Well, we have the vision. We have uh, weekly
1: meetings where we go through an accountability meeting. Like tomorrow, we're going to normally meet at 10 o'clock every Saturday. We're going to meet at 8 o'clock at my house because I have some appointments. We take those meetings very seriously because you got to stay on track for our objectives, What's the activities? Where are rough spots? Where we need improvement? You got to keep monitoring the business on a regular basis. And we're adding people into our marketing team. So one of our greatest focuses is making sure that our business doesn't outstrip our support. I don't want people to say the marketing was lagging or we didn't get the admin support. So we're hiring ahead of our growth, which is difficult because you want to hire with you know the right talent, but I want to make sure that we don't have We fall short of our support for our team. I don't want our team to ever feel that. We're trying to hire ahead of our growth.
0: And how do you find the right people to bring into your team? I think you mentioned a little bit before what you're looking for. Are you using DISC personality profiles? How deep are you getting in the interview process to make sure you're finding the right people?
1: One, it's referral. Every team member on our team is always looking for people. We have an incentive program for them to refer people to us number one. Number two, Debbie is advertising on different sites. Three, we use the KPA through Keller Williams to screen different candidates. Number four, we do background checks. Again, I want to emphasize this. Integrity is critically important. Google the candidate you're speaking with. They have questionable background or talk to people in the industry. I don't care what their their track record is. uh, We're not going to hire them. Anyway, that's the only thing I'll brag about is our record of integrity and honesty. Because that is something I'm very proud of in 41 years.
0: Right. And while you're uh, expanding the core as well as these expansion teams, you're thinking at putting your culture out there to all these people, your belief in integrity and your strength. How do you do that? How do you make sure that your culture gets out to all the people in the organization?
1: That's a great question, Michael. And we get together, you know bringing together team events is important. Number one, number two, keeping in touch and having a regular dialogue with people, let them touch and feel who you are and and what you stand for. Number three, it all starts with leadership and then they carry that down. So the other people, the team leaders, regional directors, and then when they hire the salespeople, they've got to instill in them what are our core values and they have to be people that mirror what we do. So it's not easy. Gary, again, we'll tell you, it's all hiring in the right person. You bring on the right person, then you don't have to, Micromanage them, they'll take and lead and run with the program. I think we're very strong in our hiring because our retention, I think, is greater than any team I know of in the nation it does not have the retention rate that we have. Our retention rate is very, very strong because we offer such a high value proposition. We turn a lot of people down, by the way. We're not just attracting bodies. It's not a body count. There's too much time involved in bringing people on with the onboarding process. By the way, we have a full time person that does onboarding. We want to make sure that they have the right mentality. Now, if somebody's with us and doesn't get a sale for a year, I'll stick with them if they're doing all the basics. If they're doing open houses, in fact, we have 67 open houses this weekend just here in our core. We just set a record for open houses for this weekend. If they're doing it, they're going to training. If they're doing what they need to, I'll stick with that person because eventually they're going to get it. But if they don't have any sales and they're not doing the program, then we part ways. We'll help them find another job.
0: Well, Bob, folks have been listening to you for a while, and they they understand the big picture of your organization. And the question they're going to have is, are you profitable?
1: Well, the answer is absolutely. We make money. Um, I'm not going to share numbers, and I encourage other people not to share numbers, but we're very profitable. Uh, We choose to reinvest a ton into our business. We're debt-free. We don't owe anybody any money. We make money. But we also, as Gary Keller says, this is another business, this expansion program. We are funding that. We've had people actually offer us millions of dollars to be our partner and to grow this faster because they'd like to be a part of it. We've not taken them up on their offer, but we do very well, very confident in what we do, and we invest a lot of money into the program. I have some other businesses, so if I have a choice between putting a couple of dollars back in my pocket or bringing on some great new talent in a new city where we can open up. More fun for me to open up another city than I don't need another few dollars in my pocket. So it's fun. We're having a lot of fun.
0: But Bob, what drives you? I get that question a lot. One, you have to have a big reason. Why are
1: you doing this? To me, I love working together with teams my whole life of creating teams. I love creating something fun and exciting. I love helping people. I love seeing people achieve their financial goals. And helping my partners become multimillionaires inspires me to keep going. I love serving our sellers, creating something nice where people look up to our team and leaving a legacy. So, I look at the options I could have in my life right now. My wife and I could go sit on the beach now for the rest of our life if we want and do that. But I don't think that would bring me the greatest happiness. I'd love to do it from time to time, but I wouldn't want to do it full-time. What inspires me is seeing how many lives we can impact, how many people we can help achieve their dreams, and helping people, just like coaching people, again, we we'll go back to sports now, helping people achieve their athletic ability, achieve their greatest potential or in business, helping them achieve their financial goals to go to the next level is a very warm feeling and makes us feel good. And when you can create win-win situations where you're helping them win, you're winning. And then as Gary Keller calls it, intentional giving. We can give money back to different programs and charities and make their lives better. Then I believe that we're all here serving a greater purpose than just ourselves, where everybody's winning. Others, the charities, us, we're doing well, we're achieving our goals, we're feeling good about what we're doing, making a contribution to to the great world and we're leaving it a better place than than we did before we were here. So I'm having fun with it and uh, This is my baseball, and we're going to keep playing it as long as it's fun.
0: Well, Bob, do you think the top agent interviews like the one we're doing now with Mastermind Agent are valuable?
1: I encourage anybody on this phone hearing this, yes, absolutely. Keep tuning in and listening to other people around the world. I'm one of the best learners or students, I should say, out there. People say they learn a lot from me, but when I go out speaking to other people around the country, I'm grasping ideas from them and I'm looking for ways that we can be better. I'm always looking for ways. So don't ever stop learning. Keep being a student of this program. Keep doing the basics. Don't get too high in who you think you are. Leave the ego at home. We're nothing but high paid servants wearing nice clothes. And that's what we do. We serve others. And as Zig Ziglar said, you can get whatever you want in life. Help enough other people get what they want. And my goal is to help As many people on this planet get what they want, because if I can do that, I know that I can get whatever I want.
0: Well, Bob, I've come to the end of my questions for today. Do you have any parting thoughts for the listeners? Yes, a few thoughts. Number one, I'll repeat it again. My suggestions are, if you
1: haven't already, explore Keller Williams. It's changed my life, not just from a sales standpoint, profitability standpoint, but the culture and what Gary Keller is. Mo Anderson and the management team over there put together is extraordinary. Uh, Look at joining a great team. Joining a great team gives you incredible leverage. Or create your own team if you really want to do that. A lot of money and time involved, but those would be some words of encouragement. The others would be, don't think that you can't be at any level that you want to be. If you're selling 10 houses a year, 15 houses a year, you can do it. If I can do it, and quite frankly, I just got C's in high school. I went to college, and I did did pretty good in local community college here. But I have a burning desire. And you take that knowledge that you have, you've gotten in school, and your parents have taught you, you take a burning desire to help people and to excel and have fun in your business. You can achieve anything that you want. Do not put limits on yourself. Sometimes I think I have some limiting beliefs, and I think, no, I'm not going to put a cap on what we can do. Don't put limiting beliefs on yourself. Next would be surround yourself with winners. I used to have a trainer and I can tell you, I worked out this morning, I don't exercise as hard as I used to when I had that trainer. Have somebody that makes you, have an accountability partner, somebody that's going to drive you, push you, that really cares about you. Surround yourself with winners and just remember, if I can do it, you all can do it. And don't ever compromise your integrity or values for any amount of success. And enjoy the game. Enjoy the journey. I'm having fun and I look forward to meeting you all at
0: any upcoming events. Well, Bob, you epitomize integrity and honesty. You think big and surround yourself with winners. You swing for the fences and hit a lot of home runs. You are developing your core business and growing an even bigger opportunity with expansion teams. I can't wait to see what your business looks like in 10 years. Thank you for sharing and being our top agent of the month. And join us next call when we talk to an agent who sold 208 homes last year worth $56 million. Find out who she is on the next success call. If you like the show and want to know when the next one's coming out, click the subscribe button on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you want to hear more episodes like this, give the show a five-star review and write a quick comment.